Welcome back to the T Druff the Film Buff Podcast, episode fifty-seven. Uh, first time I've done back-to-back weeks in a while, but hey, the day after I dropped last week's podcast, a crap ton of Disney announcements came, and you know what? That's the entire episode this week. All Disney the entire time, just like basically all of our movie and TV habits these days, right? No, not really, but. I'm on the D23 website. I know all these announcements already. I was watching the stream for a majority of the time last Thursday. And then um, just going to make sure I didn't skip over anything here. Also, not that it's something I really cared about, but literally just breaking before I started this episode was that Disney is not going forward with the Lizzie McGuire revival spinoff series, whatever you want to call it. So that is uh, that is. Apparently not happening anymore after the director slash creator removal last week. Lizzie McGuire herself, Hillary Duff, kind of came out and said, let's move this to Hulu. Disney said no, and that's kind of where things left off during COVID. And then they just decided right now to say, nope, not happening anymore. So, okay. I'm looking at the beginning of this announcement on the D23 website here. And this whole star element to Disney Plus now, it's like an added segment or added section to their streaming service and i'm almost reading this and i'm kind of second guessing what i originally thought they announced this as i thought this was just another like you know how they had pixar star wars marvel sections in disney plus i thought this was just another section like that but apparently this is going to be something they will charge separately for which is interesting star plus will launch in june 2021 as a standalone service for 750 per month or as part of an attractively priced bundle with disney plus for nine dollars per month now my question is what about for somebody like me who paid for three years of disney plus up front uh it was like 120 bucks for three years of disney plus what happens to that am i just able to add star plus onto that what is even going to be on Star or Star Plus, whatever it is? Is it just going to be content they would be moving to Hulu, but they decided, hey, I'm going to have more adult content on Star with Disney Plus? Because it makes sense. Like, Disney Plus, I mean, if we're all being honest here, like, nobody watches Disney Plus for any sort of, like, mature content. And I don't mean mature in that way. I mean, like, anything that's, like, rated R, PG-13 even most PG-13 Disney movies I don't think are on Disney Plus. I could be wrong, but no rated R movies are on Disney Plus. There's no rated R content at all. And in, in this day and age, you kind of have to have, if you're a streaming service, you kind of have to have something for everybody. Like That's why Netflix is so appealing. That's why Hulu is very appealing to people and, and uh, even Amazon to a certain extent. Uh, so there's content for everybody there. Um, I hear Mia just moaning underneath the kitchen table here. I think she's hungry, but she's going to have to wait just a little bit. So, I, I don't know, that's interesting, but... Um, okay, so let's break it down. So, Disney television side, we're not going to go through every announcement in detail, but they officially announced that Luke Evans and Josh Gad are going to be back for Beauty and the Beast spinoff. Uh, I mean, you know, I take it or leave that. That's not really something I'd be that interested in. Uh, John M. Chu is going to reimagine the classic Swiss Family Robinson. I honestly have never heard of that before. Uh, Studios developing another Percy Jackson series, I believe, based on the best-selling book series. Um, so that actually could be interesting if they figure that out. I haven't seen the movies, but I, from what I hear, they just weren't 
they weren't up to par. Um, so that could be interesting. I'm excited about this, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers. It's a series that's going to be taking place when those films left off. Emilio Estevez is coming back as Gordon Bombay. Let's go. Uh, yeah, I, I loved those Mighty Ducks movies. I, you know what? I, I got to watch those again. I Man, maybe I'll watch that tonight. Uh, Turner and Hooch, they're remaking that. Apparently, Josh Peck is going to be in it. I believe this is still a television series. Big Shot, a celebration of girl power set in the world of high school basketball, starring John Stamos, Yvette Nicole Brown, and Jessalyn Gilsig, uh, which is interesting, I guess. I don't think that's something I would really watch, but who knows? The Mysterious Benedict Society, uh, that's another series they're going to adapt. Nat Geo had uh, plenty of announcements, which were really freaking cool. Uh, the Limitless series with Chris Hemsworth, that looked okay. I don't know if that's something I'd really be watching. Uh, they announced a documentary film uh, with uh, about Cousteau, Jacques Cousteau. Uh, I think that'll be coming to Disney Plus next year. They announced a documentary series uh, based on whales, based on bugs, which I don't really care about bugs, and America the Beautiful, which is a, basically just most uh, native animals that are to North America. So that's kind of cool. Um, let's see. There's content for Hulu and Star. Mm, nothing's really interesting in that, to be honest with you. Uh, a lot of FX announcements with Hulu there, because Hulu is partially or mostly owned by Disney, I believe, at this point. Uh, Why the Last Man? Is that series actually going to finally get made? I mean, how many different casting removals and announcements have they been made? Is is Imogen Poot still attached to that series? I don't even know. Uh, Handmaid's Tale is coming back for fourth and fifth season. Uh, Nicole Kidman's going to star in Nine Perfect Strangers. I believe that was all already announced, but that's going to be on Hulu next year. Another David E. Kelly series, of course, for her. Uh, Hulu renewed It's Always Sunny for, I think, like four more seasons. Um, there was also something in there that was kind of cool that they're going to announce, or that they announced a, a series adaptation of Alien, which I think Ridley Scott is going to be attached to, and same with, uh, is it Alex Garland? Or was it... It was somebody on that level of like Alex Garland, which is interesting. Um, all right, let's let's go to the Lucasfilm here. So this is where things get interesting, and uh, I was kind of—I don't want to say shocked. I, I certainly wasn't shocked by the Obi Wan news, but I'm still kind of confused about it, right? So they announced that Hayden Christensen is coming back for that Obi Wan Kenobi series. Um, which I believe is set to start shooting in the Q in Q1 of, of 2021. Okay, the thing is, Hayden Christensen is already Darth Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith. If this is going to take place 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, Hayden Christensen, I don't think he... Can Darth Vader really survive without his helmet unless they figure out some sort of plot device where maybe he's walking around in just a ton of makeup in the Darth Vader suit without a helmet? But I feel like that helmet is so iconic... You can't really take it off, but at the same time, okay, so let's say Hayden Christensen is in the suit. You can't really have him voice the character because we know Darth Vader's voice is so synonymous with the look of himself. Uh, so you can't have Hayden Christensen voice. You don't even have to bring back James Earl Jones. Actually, it's probably smart they don't, and maybe they figure out a way uh, to voice him with a different person um, that just sounds like Darth Vader. But the thing, I just don't, like, why, why is Hayden Christensen coming back? Are they, are they doing flashback scenes? Like, 
And also, like, I thought Obi-Wan didn't leave Tatooine after uh, Revenge of the Sith. Like, is that going to be a gap? In, in like, I mean, what are we... What story are we telling here? And, and Captain Kennedy is, is teasing this, like, rematch of the century between Darth Vader and, and, uh, and Obi-Wan. Like, I, I don't... I don't understand how that works timeline wise, but I'm not as connected to the Star Wars universe as most people, as much as I love the films. Um, you know, it's not like Mandalorian is something I'm investing majority of my time throughout the week thinking about. It's mostly just Friday mornings. Um, uh, they announced two series set in the Mandalorian era from John Favreau and Dave Filoni, so they're just going to keep working, uh, which is kind of cool, I guess. So Rangers of the New Republic is one series, and Ahsoka is the other series. That's no shocker at all, uh, considering that Rosario Dawson was fantastic. It's Ahsoka Tano in her, br- I mean, brief scene. It was, it was or in scenes, I should say. It was cool. She looked really cool, and she was really good. Um, but we all kind of knew she was in that series to try to develop a spinoff, right? I mean, that was Disney's plan all along. Let's see. Um, okay. Rangers of the New Republic. Do they even really say what that one's about? Is that about the Old Republic? I don't know. I guess that could be interesting. Uh, anyway, more titles announced. I think they already kind of hinted that the Bad Batch would become a, a spinoff series of the Clone Wars series, which I still haven't seen. I don't really know if it's worth my time. Uh, they announced that droid story thing, which I believe is like a mini little episodes. Uh, I think it's animated. Uh, about uh, R2-D2 and, um, and C-3PO. Uh, they announced, well, we already knew there was casting Andor series coming. They've been filming that for a while, I guess. They gave us like a teaser of it, but it's really just Rogue One footage. Uh, Star Wars Visions, which I can't even remember from the announcement what that is. It doesn't even say here. A Lando series. Did they say if, if what's his name, Donald Glover, is coming back for that? They announced an Acolyte series. Uh, again, Acolyte and Visions doesn't really give a description here. I don't remember what those are even about, but they sound or they sounded cool when they were talking about them. Uh, they're revisiting the Willow movie in a new series with Warwick Davis in the title, uh, and as well, Lucasfilms as well. The next uh, Star Wars film or in the Star Wars franchise to be released in theaters will be Rogue Squadron to be directed by Patty Jenkins. Excuse me. Yawning, so much talking uh, of the Wonder Woman franchise. So that's that's cool. Like Patty Jenkins directing a Star Wars thing, and she sounded very passionate in that little video they released. That's really cool. I think for me, the only thing is, is that it sounded like from that teaser, it was going to kind of be like, uh, you know, like a Top Gun style. Maybe not, but this is the, the vibe I got, like a Top Gun style Star Wars film where a lot of it was in the air and in the... The battleships, like that's to me, has never been an interesting part of Star Wars, and I'm probably in the minority there. But I enjoy the stuff more character to character on the ground, force based and not ship based. Um. Anyway, so they finally said the next Indiana Jones film will be released in the summer of 2022, I believe, which is going to start filming this coming summer. James Mangold at the helm. Um, we already knew about Children of Blood and Bone. Uh, all right, let's move on to Walt Disney motion pictures. So Hocus Pocus 2 officially coming with Adam Shankman behind the cameras. Uh, it's going to be a sequel to the 1993 film. Uh, reboots of Three Men and a Baby with Zac Efron and Cheaper by the Dozen with Kenya Barris. 
uh, and Gabriel Union, and a sister act film starring Disney legend Whoopi Goldberg, who was on board as a producer with Tyler Perry. Um, so the Zac Efron thing, I guess, is cool. Uh, I never saw Three Men and the Baby movies, but I'm sure I will at some point. Uh, and and this is an interesting role for Zac Efron too. You know, it kind of uh, transitioning out of more the the adult goofy comedies and maybe into the more adult mature comedies right let's see here chippendale rescue rangers uh hybrid live action animated film starring john mulaney and adam sandberg that's a cool combo right there i gotta say uh pinocchio we already knew about this starring tom hanks directed by zemeckis i think i thought they already filmed this one so i'm curious as to when that's coming out peter pan and wendy with Jude law uh and yara shahidi Disenchanted, a sequel to the hit film Enchanted with Amy Adams as returning as Giselle. I'm interested in that. I really liked Enchanted back in the day. Uh, I think these are all movies that are coming to Disney Plus this year. Yeah. Additional Disney Plus projects. Yeah. Okay. Greek Freak about Giannis. Uh, I guess. I mean, I don't really... That doesn't really interest me that much. I don't need a series about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, they're doing more Diary of a Wimpy Kid. They're doing more Ice Age Adventures. Obviously, because they have access to that now, considering it's a Fox property. And of course, shocker, they're making another Night of the Museum movie. Um, or I guess it's just say that's, that's an animated take. So that's, you know, I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. We'll see where that goes. But uh, I mean, they showed previews of Jungle Cruise, uh, a prequel to The Lion King, Little Mermaid, and Cruella. I, you know. I'm excited about Jungle Cruise. I don't really care about Cruella other than the fact that Emma Stone is, is playing Cruella de Vil. Prequel to Lion King, I guess, is interesting. Uh, and Little Mermaid, eh. That was never my favorite, so that doesn't that doesn't really pique my interest. Um, they reveal that Ride of the Last Dragon will de- uh, debut both on Disney Plus and in theaters March 2021. And, of course, they said it would be priced at $29.99 at Disney+. Plus. So I don't know if that's, like, do you buy it and then you have it at that point or how that works? Is that what they did for Mulan? I don't know. We'll see. Um, was also, they highlighted an upcoming feature in Canto, which includes songs by Lin-Manuel Miranda, which will be theaters in, in theaters in November 2021. Uh, it takes place in Colombia, where a magical family live in a magical home. Directed by Byron Howard and Jared Bush. Um, so, you know what? I'm down for that. I'm always down for a new musical. I am always down for a new musical. I don't care where it's at or what it's about. Um, let the, let's see. They announced some animated series, like a Baymax series, a Moana series, Tiana, Zootopia Plus. This is just stuff for the kids. Um, this is like an easy cash grab for Disney. They did the same thing. Or I should say, um, uh, DreamWorks? DreamWorks? DreamWorks does How to Train Your Dragon? Why am I blanking on it? I think it's DreamWorks. Yeah, they did the same thing with How to Train Your Dragon on, on Netflix. They just had these little series, and it's it's an easy, easy cash grab. Plenty of kids watch that. Um, okay, so Pixar stuff. They have uh, original series for Disney Plus and feature films, including Win or Lose. Uh, that'll be on Disney Plus. It's a long-form animated series from Pixar, which will debut in February of 2023. That's over two years away. Why are they even talking about it at this point? Um, I get it. It's an investor call, but I mean, we, don't, we just don't need news that's that far away. Anyway, it's about a uh, middle school softball team 
in the week leading up to their championship game, and each episode is told from the perspective of a different character, which is actually a cool way to tell the story. It's just like, dude, I just, that's a weird... I don't know. It's a weird choice. But anyway, two brand new feature films slated for theaters in 2022. Uh, we have Lightyear and Turning Red. And Lightyear is going to defini- the definitive origin story of the hero that inspired the toy, Buzz Lightyear. Chris Evans is going to be voicing the original Buzz Lightyear. Um, so it's it's the actual space ranger that becomes the toy, like that the toy is based on. So that's why it's not um, Tim Allen. It's Chris Evans. I love it cannot wait for that that sounds awesome turning red is about a uh character named me or may i think it's probably pronounced may she experiences the awkwardness of being a teenager with an added twist when she gets too excited she transforms into a giant red panda turning red will be in theaters in march 2022 uh the original film luca we already knew about this film uh it's between a boy and a best friend luca and alberto during an unforgettable summer that seems pretty cool, and that's going to be in theaters in June. Um, uh, let's see. We don't really care about that. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's Lightning McQueen stuff. Doesn't interest me as much. All right, the MCU. All right, so the MCU continues to grow, as it says here in D- D23. They announced the Secret Invasion Disney Plus series. That's going to be the one starring Samuel Jackson. Ironheart, that's going to be the one uh, with Dominique thorn as a genius inventor does that have to do i don't even remember from the sizzle reel is that an iron man connection there am i just stupid and thinking it's an iron man connection uh the don Cheadle series armor wars that's going to be him as roadie uh, uh who faces tony stark's worst fears so i think that that's like a bunch of iron man suits go rogue and like it's literally just the plot of age of ultron i mean or really you could say the end of iron man 3 uh, I still haven't even watched the clip to Loki, the series of Loki, and Owen Wilson's in there, which is kind of cool. I think that's coming in, is it May? I believe. I could be wrong there. Uh, of course, we knew about What If, which is this summer. Miss Marvel, I believe, is also next year. Hawkeye is filming now. Falcon and the Soldiers in March. WandaVision's in January. We got a lot of Marvel content coming. I think She-Hulk's 2022. But they did officially confirm that Tatiana Maslany is going to be in the title role in She-Hulk, which is cool. And they and the cool thing about that was when Kevin Feige was talking about it, he said, uh, you know, because this is based on, you know, a courtroom drama and, and there's a lawyer involved, you never know who might show up. He said that specifically. And don't say that if you're not hinting at another famous lawyer in the MCU, just the Marvel Universe in general, and that's, daredevil himself right i mean matt murdoch's gonna be in the show they're gonna find a way to bring charlie cox back and hopefully that's uh that's on the heels of him being in spider-man 3 as well but who knows they also said mark ruffalo and tim roth are coming back for the she-hulk series i don't think they really gave much update on moon knight um i can't even remember now they announced the guardians of the galaxy holiday special that's awesome i'm so down for that they announced a, a groot you know short series uh, just like they did for um forky with the toy story 4 um the title of ant-man 3 is ant-man and the wasp quantum mania which is cool sounds a lot like doctor strange and the multiverse of madness like these very very nerdy titles like very nerdy titles um so that's pretty cool 
Let's see here. He did officially announce uh, the Fantastic Four is being developed by John Watts, I believe. Wait, was it John Watts? Yeah, it was John Watts from the Spider-Man movies, right? I can't even remember. Or was it Peyton Reed? Or am I just getting that confused because Peyton Reed was originally going to write Fantastic Four? I don't remember. Of course, they're sticking with May release date for Black Widow. Uh, Shang-Chi, I believe, moved to June. Eternals is next November. Doctor Strange is next February like of 2022. And then Thor, Love and Thunder, Black Panther 2 are also 2022. Captain Marvel 2 is the end of 2022. And Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is May of 2023. So long from now, my God. Um, yeah, oh my God. There's just so much. There's so much news. Uh, but that's really it for Marvel. They announced some ESPN content. Uh, I don't really think we needed any of that. Um, but anyway, so that's it. And so that's really going to do it for the episode. I think, you know, it, it's been about time since uh, I've recorded just an episode, one specific topic. I still want to go back to a Game of Thrones-centric episode at some point in the future. I loved when I did the countdown of characters. Maybe I'll do a countdown of episodes. It's still tough to really determine which are my favorite you know, 10, 15 episodes. But you know what? I think I'm going to work on that list. That sounds like a fun project to do. Um, so I'm going to work on that. Maybe we'll do that in the coming weeks. So hopefully this is going to be back to weekly, especially in 2021, which will be the third year of the podcast. All right. That's going to do it. And once again, we're going to end the episode as we have ended every episode since it happened. Netflix, save Glow. Come on. We need to see... The final season, season four, save glow. See ya.